0: I look at a couple players, two
1: quarterbacks. Welcome to Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Number one. Your number one source for NFL, NBA, and college sports. Here's your host, Frank Cholette.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Across the Middle with yours truly, Frank Chalette. As I'm jumping on for a special recap of the earlier games, and then we'll get into uh, the Cowboys-Chargers, and uh, what that means for the Cowboys as we look at some of the scores and updates of what took place. And uh, we're going to jump right in because this is only going to be about a 15, 20-minute show. I will be doing another version of this show, uh, the post-game, A little bit later on, we'll do a recap of all the NFL games, and then we'll also take a look at the college games. But first, some scores. Right now in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, we have the Buffalo Bills ahead of the Miami Dolphins, 35-0. And uh, that's rather surprising right there. And as we look at the stats, uh, one reminder two are left the game with injured ribs. Uh, We had some significant injuries today. There was a whole lot of people getting banged up. And as I look back to see what's taking place on CBS, because we're going to have the Cowboys Chargers, I'm hearing that uh, uh, we have, what, about five or six? significant injuries today so uh let me knock on wood for dak prescott because it looks like a lot of uh, quarterbacks have been going down but as we look at the uh the uh the stats for the bills jared i mean i'm sorry allen went 17 for 33 uh you have a uh, singletary 13 rushes for 81 6.2 yards per carry average uh, ended up with a touchdown um uh, Allen also rushed six times for 40 yards, 6.7. Stefan Diggs, he gets four receptions for 60 yards and a touch. We look at uh uh I'm guessing that's Emmanuel Sanders, two receptions, 48 yards. Cole Beasley, four receptions, 36 yards. And then when we look at the Miami Dolphins, uh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett ended up playing. So that tells me that uh uh Tua Got injured very early. He was one for four for thirteen yards. He was sacked twice, and then you had Jacoby Brissett go twenty-three for uh, thirty-seven for one hundred and sixty-three, one interception, sacked four times. So uh, it tells me the Buffalo's defense was harassing him today. And the leading rusher for the Miami Dolphins would have been Gaskins with five rushes for twenty-five yards. He had a five-yard per carry average. Actually, when you look at uh. When you look at Miami's uh, uh, rushing yards, man, they had a guy with five yards per carry. They had Malcolm Brown, five for 21, 4.2. It seems to me that's what they should have been doing. Uh, The leading receiver would be Waddle, six for 48. Devontae Parker, five for 42. And again, Buffalo just absolutely is wiping them out 35-nothing. The next game that we're looking at, um, I'm guessing these are some of the – the later games coming on. I'm trying to get the the scores from the earlier games. All right, we had the Denver Broncos edge out by 10 points, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as we go into the numbers on that, we see that for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater went 26 for 34 for 328, uh, was sacked three times and had two passing touchdowns. Uh, The leading rusher was uh, Williams, 13 for 64. 4.9 per yard carry. He also uh, had a long of 16 yards. Gordon goes 13 for 31 for 2.4. Wow, that's not good, man. He's a much better running back. Looks like the big guy for uh, Denver was uh, Sutton. He goes 9 for 159, no touchdowns. And then Melvin Gordon would be the next best. So pretty much they would just focus on feeding that ball to Sutton. As we look at Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence goes 14 for 33. Ouch, 118 yards, one passing touchdown, two interceptions, was sacked once. Uh, The leading rusher would be Robinson, 11 carries for 47 yards with a 4.3 per carry average. Um, His long would be 12 yards. And the leading receiver for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars would be Jones with – Six receptions for 55 yards and a touch. So uh, Denver pulls that out, 23-13. And Cleveland, hey, man, the Houston Texans, you got to give them credit for not having a quarterback. And they're one of the teams that are pretty hit uh, hard with injury, too. They had a lot of players out, and yet they managed to uh, stick around in this game. Uh, 31-21, Cleveland would eventually pull it out, and the stats – for the Houston, Texas, Tyrod Taylor, 10 of 1,125 yards, uh, a passing touchdown. Then Mills would come in for 8 for 18, 102 yards, a touchdown. The leading rusher, Ingram, 14 carries for 41, 2.9. That's not very good. That's not going to get it done for you. And David Johnson goes 6 for 25 for 4.2. Probably should have gave the ball to David Johnson a little bit more. Their leading receiver, Brandon Cooks, nine receptions. You get nine receptions. You're supposed to go over a century mark. This cat had 78 yards and one touchdown. So a lot of deacon and ducking in that game. And for Cleveland, uh, we look at Baker Mayfield, 19 to 21 for 213, one passing touchdown, one interception. Nick Chubb, 11 carries for 95 yards, 8.6 yards per carry. I, I just don't understand this. I, I know you run a two back system. Kareem Hunt goes for 13 and 51 for 3.9. But Nick Chubb was getting 8.6 yards per carry. I mean, the NFL is so different now because back in the days, man, you got a guy averaging 8.6 yards per carry, man. You're seeing a lot of him. Their uh, leading receiver would be Felton, two receptions for 51, and Bryant, four for 49. And as I look at that, man, this team is basically winning games without Odell Beck, Beckham Jr. And Jarvis Landry, who I believe left this game, was one of the injuries, he left this game pretty early. So as we go down the road, we look at uh, the Bears edge out Cincinnati. That is very interesting. And as we go inside the numbers and that, we see that uh, Burrow was 19-30 of for 207, two passing touchdowns, three interceptions, and was sacked four times. You know, maybe they should have went after that tackle. You know, because uh, – it's, that seems like I, I can almost guarantee you those four sacks probably directly correlated to those three interceptions. Joe Mixon on the ground was 20 carries, 69 yards, 3.5. That's not going to get it done, man. That's not going to get it done. Uh, your leading receiver was uh, Boyd, seven, seven receptions, 73 yards. Higgins, six for 60. He had a touch. Chase, two for 54. He had a touch. I don't know, man. Cincinnati probably should have went tackle, but what do I know? The Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, 6'13", six 60 yards, uh, one interception, two sacks. Andy Dalton, I believe, ended up being one of these significant injuries where he left the game. He was 9 of 11 for 56 yards, one passing touchdown. Uh, we're the Bears got it done. It has to be on defense, because as I'm looking at the offensive numbers, nothing's really jumping out at me. Uh, David Montgomery, 20 carries, 61 yards, 3.1 per yard average. You got Fields, 10 for 31, 3.1. Andy Dalton, 2 for 25. So, I mean, Mooney, 6 for 66. Wasn't nothing special, but the Bears get the win 20 to 17, uh, 49ers edge out the Eagles, 17-11 early. It looked like Philadelphia was about to was about to go postal on them. They were pretty much doing whatever they wanted. But we see that the 49ers get the six-point win. Garoppolo goes 22 for 30 for 139 in the passing touchdown. Uh, the leading rusher for the 49ers would be Mitchell, 17 for 42, 2.5. Hasty, 5 for 38, 7.6. This is what I'm talking about. Hasty had – you're going to get this guy to carry – now, I don't know what the situation is, if he's a big guy or what. I don't really know much about him yet. But uh, five for 38 and 7.6 tells me he needs to be getting a lot more carries. He was going for 7.6 per carry. Uh, Debo Samuels was their top uh, wide receiver, six catches for 93 yards. And then everybody else was average. So let's look at what the Eagles did. And this is probably the telltale story of the game. Hurts 12 for 23, 190, one sack. He doesn't even break 200 yards. He was a leading rusher. See, that? <laughs> 10 for 82, 8.2. Maybe they should have ran a lot more quarterback draws. And then you get uh, Watkins leading him in receptions, 2 for 117. Uh, Dallas guarded 2 for 24. So wow, man. Defensive battle in this game. You yeah, had two really good defenses, so that doesn't surprise me too much. Uh, New Orleans Saints, what lose to the Carolina Panthers? This is what I'm talking about. Football makes no sense. So you got the Panthers winning 26 to seven, and as we look at the numbers, we see the Jameis Winston went 11 for 22, 111. Uh oh, we're seeing some things happen here. Four sacks, two interceptions. This is the problem that he had with uh, Tampa. They couldn't protect him adequately, and it cost, conversely cost him a lot of turnovers. Leading rusher, Jameis Winston, 3-for-19, 6.3. This is where you lose the game. Nobody's running the ball. Kamara, 8-for-5? This is where the game was. Look at the receiving yards. Humphrey, 1-for-27. Kamara, 4-for-25. 25 Carolina must have played stifling defense. Let's see what they did on offense. Sam Darnold throws for over 300 yards. Now, this is the Saints team that the week before relegated Aaron Rodgers to looking like he was a peewee quarterback. And they let Sam Darnold go for 305, two passing touchdowns. They only got to him once, so that's the telltale story of the game. McCaffrey goes 24 for 72. Uh... More D.J. Moore, goes eight for 79 in a touch in the receiving game. So that, that tells me that's where the game was won or lost. All right, so now we're going to come over here and take a look at the Rams 27-24. T- they were leading this game. There's some surprises today. And as we look at the number in and in the numbers in that game, Matthew Stafford, 19-30, two passing touchdowns, one, one interception. Henderson, 13 for 53 for 4.1. Sonny Michelle, uh 10 for 46 for 4.6. Cooper Cup, hey, man, this is what I'm talking about. When you get nine receptions in a game, you, you're supposed to break 100 yards. Nine receptions, 163, two touchdowns. So that was a difference in that game. I can clearly tell you. Let's see what Carson Wentz did. 20 or 31, 247, uh, one touchdown, one intercept, sacked three times. And I believe he was limping at one time in that game. Yeah, he had to have because Eason comes in. So, yeah, Carson Wentz is, is, uh, is one of the people that, uh, you know, you get pressure at him, man, it'll tell me the story of the game. Uh, the Colts' leading rusher was Taylor, 15 carries, 51 yards, 3.4. Then Wentz, 5 for 37, 7.4. If you're noticing a trend with the teams that lost today, not only weren't their quarterbacks really efficient at throwing the ball, but they were either leading the team in rushing or were second. There's a problem with that. There's a problem with that. There is a serious problem with that. All righty. I'm a going to run off a real quick sponsor uh, – this next segment is going to be brought to you by Geno's Catering and Mobile Bites. Uh, Eugene runs a food truck out there, folks. You need to go out there; the food is absolutely amazing. He hits up different spots, but he'll be at Lone Star Bar a lot of times. Uh, cheeseburgers, tacos—he's got them all. Uh, you could catch up with him, like I said, at the Lone Star Bar, but hit up Geno's Catering and Mobile Bites. Uh, He has a number here, and I'll read that off. It's uh, 806-662-2545, and that's the main number. So that's Geno's Catering. All right, so we're going to get back into some scores, and then the Cowboy game's already going on. So we'll briefly talk about the six starters they're missing and, um, you know, what it may mean. So we go to the Raiders. Man, the Raiders have been solid. They beat Baltimore, and then they turn around, and then they get the Steelers, man. They, want, they win this game 26-17. And as we look inside the numbers, we see that David Carr had a solid game, real good game, 28-37, 382, two touchdowns, was only sacked twice. Leading rusher was Barber, 13-32, 2.5. Now that's surprising. Kenyon Drake, seven. I mean, they didn't have nobody rush for more than uh, 2.5 yards per carry. And they managed to win this game. Probably the only game that I've seen where this happens. But see, the quarterback throws for 382. Their leading receivers, Ruggs, 5 for 113. There you go. 22.6 per catch average. You have Walker, 5 for 65. You have Renfro, 5 for 57. So inside these numbers that tell you what happened, we looked at Steelers, first of all, Ben threw the ball 40 times, and he was five yards from getting from 300. One touch, two sacks. Uh, Harris, 10 for 38, 3.8 yards. This ain't going to do it, guys. Uh, Leading receiver was Johnson, 9 for 105. Didn't even have a touch. Claypool, 3 for 70. You know, I'm seeing some trends today. But Las Vegas had the only quarterback that was – within the top five of leading the team in rushing, but still threw for 300 yards, and they won the game because he, he had two touchdowns. So way to go, David Carr. And the last score I'm going to get to is the New England Patriots winning 25-6, to six, man. Uh, looks like Belichick might have his next Tom Brady, his next quarterback. Let's look inside the numbers and see what took place. Matt Jones, 22 for 30. This kid was efficient. No touchdowns, but he was sacked three times. So where did they win this game? Harris 16 for 62, 3.9. That's not really going to get it done. White 5 for 24. Uh, White also led the receivers, 6 for 45. So that tells me a lot of Deacon and Duncan. A lot of Deacon and Duncan. So the Jets had to have turned the ball over because I don't see any eye-popping numbers. Nineteen 33, four interceptions. There you go. Zach Wilson, rookie, 210, four interceptions. And is it any coincidence that the four interceptions matches the number of times that he was sacked? Rushing, 11 for 59, 5.4. Johnson, Carter was 11 for 59 for 5.4. Johnson was 12 for 50 for 4.2. Coleman was 5 for 24, 4.8. They should have been running the ball. Of all the losing teams today, they had the best yards per carry, 5.4, 4.2, 4.8. This is why the quarterback had four interceptions. You went away from your strength. He's not there yet physically receiving seven for 73. More four for 47. See, this will get you beat. So the Patriots get a much-needed big win. All righty, and some of the early games taking place right now. Uh, Minnesota and Arizona tied 7-7. Uh, we're going to take a look inside the numbers on that one. Stats, Kirk Cousins 2-3, 71. One passing touchdown. There, there you go. Cook, 2-13, 6.5. Receiving 164, so there you go. Arizona, Kyler Murray. 7-8, 62, one pass and touchdown. See, the key is run the ball, man. The key is you got, you got to be balanced. You really do. Uh, in the Atlanta-Tampa Bay game, we got Tampa Bay up 7-0. And then Cowboys Chargers 0-0 at the moment. And you got Seattle and the Titans. And then later tonight, you got the Chiefs and the Ravens, which should be another good game. All righty. This next segment is going to go out to a place I frequent a lot. Uh, it's the Tall City Meat Market over here off of uh, 2909 North Big Spring Street. I go there all the time. I get my steaks, man. Uh, excellent, excellent food. I get my steaks there. I get my lamb. I'll get my, my my beef ribs. And now they have a kitchen where they serve brisket sandwiches and all different type of things. Uh, you can reach them at 432-218-7514. And the owners are Michael and Kaylee. I hope I'm saying that right. But, yeah, go hit them up, the Tall City Meat Market. I go there all the time, man. The food is good, excelente. And I'm going to take a real quick brief break real quick, and when I get back, uh, we're going to talk about the Cowboys and what's going on, and then I will see you later on tonight on the postgame show. Hey, what's up, sports fans? Especially in the Midland and Odessa area. If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you.
1: You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself.
0: Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there. Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area.
1: and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, my noises aren't art, like a, and a, or a plain old ball. It's the sport of kings, diamond
0: rings. All righty, as we're coming on, finishing up this segment and this show, leader of the team for about a week. we'll be uh coming back later on tonight to give you a wrap-up of everything, and we're also going to talk college and college football rankings. This last segment is going to Is going to be sponsored by Royalty Inc. and Fades, man. These guys are amazing, man. They do tattoos. They'll fade you up. They got the whole thing going. And they're located at 2205 North Big Spring Street. And they could be reached at 432-218-7575. Go hit them up. Excellent work. Royalty Inc. and Fades. Okay, so as we talk about... What's going on with this Cowboy Chargers game? It looks like the Cowboys are inside the five-yard line, so they may or may not be scoring, but uh, we don't know until they get in. But it's looking like a pretty good game. They're missing six starters, man. Both their starting defensive end. Lawrence is out with an ankle injury. Um, Gregory is out with COVID. Then you also have uh, the starting right tackle out. He's out with – a suspension for missing uh, seven, according to them, seven drug tests. But according to him, there were all legitimate school uh, uh, excuses, so Lael may or may not be back. And the Cowboys just scored, so it looks like they're up seven or six nothing because <laughs> with their kicking situation, you can't count it until it goes through because that guy was horrible, horrible last week. But anyway, you got Lael Collins out, Donovan Wilson's out. Um, They're still missing Neville Gallimore. Uh, So they they got about six starters out. And so far, they seem to be holding up pretty well. So we'll see how that goes. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this segment of this show. Once again, I'll be on with you tonight when we – completely wrap it up and i'll tell you what happened and mainly we're going to be talking cowboys because that's what we do but i do talk everything football mainly nfl so from all of us here at across the middle i will see you later and uh y'all take it easy man god bless you be safe
1: thank you for listening to the across the middle with frank Chalette. tune in next time for more great guests and awesome sports talk Welcome to Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Number one. Your number one source for NFL, NBA, and college sports. Here's your host, Frank Cholette. What's
0: up, what's up, what's up, everybody out there in NFL land on this God-given Sunday that we're given to watch this incredible game that we call the National Football League as we are winding down to uh, playoff time. And we're starting to find out who the pretenders are and who the real contenders are. And you know, some of these games today, some shocking games. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown before we jump into Cowboys talk and 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 what teams I believe have the greatest chance to uh make the uh the playoffs. Cause I mean this thing's going week to week, man. We're getting upsets constantly. So we're gonna kick it off with the Rams beating the Jacksonville Jaguars thirty to seven. Washington now barely leads the Las Vegas Raiders 14-12 and that game's going down to the wire much like last week's game uh, with the Raiders and the Cowboys you have uh, Seattle and San Francisco is now tied at 23 that's also going down the wire you have Baltimore up 10-3 over Pittsburgh you have the Chargers leading Cincinnati, leading. They whipped them 41-22. That's a little bit surprising because the Bengals have been tough this year. Um, the biggest surprise of the day, man, and I'm looking, at, I'm looking at footage of it, man, and you could have sworn they won the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions getting a big win on the last second play uh twenty nine twenty seven and you know what it's 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 kind of really pleasing to me because the the guy they burned Xavier woods was a horrible safety force man real inconsistent and I'm just not surprised that happened so uh the only thing I'm mad about is that uh you know that's my that's my son elijah's team so hey elijah i'm I'm sorry about that I don't ever wish you all to lose but uh if there's anybody i I I didn't even know y'all had Xavier Woods. I'd have told you to cut him a long time ago. Um, The Philadelphia Eagles, 33, New York Jets, 18. You had Arizona winning 33 to 22 over the Chicago Bears. You had Tampa Bay uh, winning 30 to 17 over the Atlanta Falcons. And that's pretty big because Brady was missing two of his biggest targets, Adams and Brown, as the NFL suspended them three games. So to get that win, that's 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 clutch right there. You also have Miami winning twenty to nine, Indianapolis thirty-one to zero over Houston, and the only thing I could tell you, Texans fan, is man, keep your head, keep your head up, because y'all are gonna get a whole lot of draft picks. Somebody wants to pay and overpay for Deshaun Watson, and you could potentially get two first-round picks, maybe a high second-round pick. Not, not to mention the pick you're gonna get because you're gonna be picking from the top three or four. Maybe you can get another J.J. Watt or Micah Parsons. You never know. You're definitely going to be in line for a quarterback. Um, And in tonight's game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes facing off against the Denver Broncos. And that one should be a really, really good game. And, you know, firsthand, this is getting really interesting in the NFC East because if the Redskins can hold on and win, They stay ahead for that last wild card spot, walking into a big game next week versus my Dallas Cowboys, who for the first time we will be completely healthy. We should be getting Randy Gregory back. We should be getting Neville Gallimore back. That's about as healthy as we can be. Um, If I was him, I'd be looking to try to give Zeke some rest time. I would not be looking to get him out there. You know, uh, you can surely get by with Pollard and just spreading everything out and, you know, running, you know, picking your spots when you're going to run and when you're, gonna, and when you're not going to run. But I, I don't know about getting Pollard out there like that. Folks, I'm going to go ahead and take a real quick break, run a couple uh, promotional commercials for my sponsors, and then I'll be right back with you. And when I jump back in, we're going to dive into the Cowboys Saints. What did you think about the game? And more importantly, what's the bigger outlook for this team? Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432. 432- 312-4142, again that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, Well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there. Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area.
1: It's the of Kings, the meddling diamond rings. Football. My name's Tarula, I'm a real bad dude, making sounds and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, we like a, and a, or a It's
0: the of Kings. Better than Diamond Greens. All right, as we get ready to jump back in, and we're going to be talking NFL action as I give you a quick update on what's going on with the late, late games. Uh, We still look like we have the Washington Redskins leading. I'm just trying to get a quick score update. Yeah, they're still up 14, 12 over the Las Vegas Raiders. We still have Seattle and San Francisco in a dead heat at 23 and Baltimore is leading 10 to three with 52 seconds left in the fourth quarter in their matchup. I wanna talk Cowboy football, and more importantly, I wanna know what y'all thought about how they were playing. Now, you know, look, I love my fellow Cowboy fans, but I heard a whole lot of,
1: hey, wanna hear the most annoying sound in the world?
0: I mean, come on, people, man. Come on. A win's a win, man. In this this day and age, man, I mean, we're seeing, I mean, we just seen the Texans not too long ago beat the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you should just be glad that your team is doing well and that we have an opportunity to get healthy and make a playoff run. Now, did they look sharp? No, they didn't look sharp. In particular, I thought they were trying to run the ball inside too much. Um, I'd like to see them get out on the edge more. Get out and run wide more. Um, I like to I like to see him use more play action on first down because it just seems to me like teams just run up and they load the box. They come up and they 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 you know they they're gonna let you know that you are not gonna run the ball against them. And I feel at times that we get a little bit stubborn and you know we 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 try to force feed things instead of just going by the flow of the game. The game will dictate to you, the flow, the, the flow of the game will dictate to you what you should and what you should not be doing, you know. And I think sometimes, man, we just get a little too ahead of ourselves, and we're not aware of what's going on, you know. And if you're not aware of what's going on, man, you're going to be inclined to. Yeah, I thought I'd use that button on that because, you know, sometimes, you know, I get frustrated, but I'm not crying. I'm not going to cry about it. It's football, you know, it's football. And it was kind of strange to see the NFL come out and kind of admit that that Raider game was a little bit uh, messed up. To say it nice, I mean, neither team could really get in any type of a rhythm. And how could you? How could you when every other play was a penalty? And then the ones against the Cowboys was just horrible. I mean, it was just something. I mean that. That' rough on the passer, man. I mean, when a quarterback, according to the NFL rules, once a quarterback begins to scramble, he becomes like a running back. Now, how in the heck are you gonna call? (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy. I don't know some of the things that happens. It just. uh, But you know what, man? I'm still. I'm still.
1: How about them Cowboys?
0: It was a big win. Was it pretty? No, but I'll take it because. It puts us at 8-4. and four. It has us within striking range of, uh, of the number one seed. The Rams aren't looking dominant. Uh, Tampa Bay's going to have uh, Adams and Brown out another couple of games. Um, hey, this thing is still wide open. You, I mean, there's still a lot of good football that needs to be played. There's five games left, folks. Five games left. I mean, just look at how the landscape of the NFL just changed in the last four weeks. So with five games left, I, I'm just saying it's it's just way too early to be sounding off about, you know, t- this team ain't going to do this and this team ain't going to do that. About a month from now, definitely almost two months from now, we'll find out who's left standing and, and, and you know, who's going to be uh, representing the NFC and the AFC in the Super Bowl, you know. But one thing I'm happy about is the Cowboys up front. On the offense and defensive lines are getting their, they're getting those big boys healthy. And they're getting them back. And I'm going to tell you, man, that's very important. Because them big boys will let you know how it's going, you know what I mean? But if you would ask me who's my hierarchy right now in the NFC, I would, of course, I'd say the Packers. And then after that, I would have to go with the Cardinals because they still managed to win some games even though they didn't have Kyler Murray there. And then I think it's a cluster after that. It's a cluster. Tampa Bay, Dallas. I think they're all right in that cluster. Uh the Rams. Any one of those teams could get hot and easily, easily pull this thing out. On the AFC side, it looks like the Chiefs are getting their act together. You know, and then we we don't know what the what the Raiders are. We'll find out as soon as this game is. Up. Oh, uh the Washington Redskins, you I mean the Redskins are looking good. If they, if they manage to pull this game out, that's four in a row. That's why, you know, the Cowboys better come in there ready to play because the Redskins, they still have a lot of good football players over there. But more importantly, they have a good football coach over there. That, that, that guy they got over there, man, he's, uh, he's won some games. He's been to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it, but he's been to a Super Bowl. So I'm not going to underestimate anybody. You know what I mean? Not when it comes to this. College football, the great big news is Lincoln Riley taking off to Oklahoma. I'm taking off from Oklahoma going to USC. I'm not surprised about that. Uh, I don't blame him. That's one heck of a move. I would have done it. Uh, USC is on the up and up. And then, hey, let's be honest. Oklahoma going over there to the SEC, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's a heck of a lot easier to get to the playoff round if you're in the Pac-12 than it is if you're in the sec and that i don't blame them i can't say i blame them i'm gonna take a real quick break two more commercial spots and then we're gonna come right back in and i'll tell you why why i think we are jumping the gun too fast on starting pollard over zeke and where i think zeke will definitely earn his money You're listening to Across the Middle Gridiron Sports Report. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432 312. 4142. Again, that's 432 312 4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Shillette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands. Well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. As I'm looking at these college scores, man, there are some big, big scores, man. You had Alabama winning 41-24 to over Georgia, Georgia's first loss of the year, but I'm pretty sure they'll be right back into that playoff system because they've been so dominant all year long. little surprising at that score being since Georgia has not really allowed anybody to uh, kind of go off like that, so that's just a little bit surprising. And then we we, we see Michigan winning 42-3, to man. If I'm not mistaken, about three or four years ago, Michigan had one of the top recruiting classes. So these kind of things always tend to play themselves out. So uh, it's going to be real interesting. You know, you're going to have Michigan in there. Georgia and Alabama is going to be there. Who is going to be that fourth team? That's what's interesting. I mean, Cincinnati sitting there, but I mean, that's interesting. That is real interesting. Baylor can make a, a, a case for that. There's a lot of schools that can make a case for that, so it's going to be interesting to see who that fourth team is because uh, I'm really – Michigan and Alabama looks like they are the the class, man, and Michigan just looks like they're on another level, you know what I mean? So that is really, really big for the Wolverines, and it's good to see John Harbaugh have this program headed to where he originally wanted to. So John Harbaugh, man, you get a – Most definitely, you get an outstanding, man. Uh, Great year for the Michigan Wolverines. It's good to see them. You know, college football benefits when Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Miami, you know, uh, Notre Dame, USC. There's schools out there, man, that are just traditional powerhouses, Georgia. Um, And Tennessee, I'd like to see the Tennessee Vols be back up in there. But it's just so much of a better, better product when you got them out there. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into what I call my rant. And my rant is what's going on at the University of Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, these are two schools that in about a year or two are going to be jumping into the SEC and Oklahoma just loses their coach. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to hire somebody else. But it just lets you know that these two teams could be walking into a buzzsaw. And you have Steve Steve Sarkeesian over here in Texas, you know, initially starting off, but not able to hold big leads. And you end on, what, a four or five game losing streak before you win your last game. I tell you, man, this is concerning if you're Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma's been recruiting well, but I've looked at that transfer portal since uh, Lincoln Riley's left. And I'm telling you, it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. In Texas, you need a major big-time quarterback. The two guys you have there are okay, but they're not good enough. But we can get B. John Robinson to talk to some of these kids in that transfer por- uh, portal, you know, like a Quinn Ewers, Or maybe, I know we got Malik Murphy coming, but I'm talking about we can use a Quinn Ewers, or we can possibly use, you know, there's some guys out there, man. Let's go get a quarterback, man. You got, you got Spencer Ratliff. I think he could come and help us because I think we have a much stronger running game than he had at Oklahoma. So, I mean, to be honest with you, man, Oklahoma, Texas, got to get it together, man, because it ain't looking too good, man. It ain't looking too good at all. I'm telling you, man. And that's my final rant. That is my one and final rant. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands. Well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar. The number one bar in this region for Karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you wanna hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there. Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. All righty, as we get ready to close this segment of Across the Middle with yours truly, Frank Chalette, off as we're about to shut this down. These this next segment is brought to you by. Sorry about that. This next segment is brought to you by Geno's Catering and Mobile Bites. You can check Gene out. He's usually at the Lone Star Bar Wednesday and Thursday night. Food is excellent. Tacos, burgers, uh, fajitas. Man, he's got you covered. Uh, If you need to get in touch with him, uh, Gino's number is 806-662-2545. That's his main number. Or you can reach him at his website at GinoBytes at gmail.com. And this episode is also brought to you by Hair. If you need your hair done or you need your 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 beard trimmed up, hit up Miss Luce Reyes at 432-209-0504. You can uh, set an appointment with her and she will take good care of you. I promise you, these people are well worth it. And I have to read off one more. I'm sorry about that. Tall City Meat Market Company, they now serve food there. They used to just be a meat... Um, Uh, 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 Where you go get your meats and stuff But now they also have a grill They cook there They they do all types of different sandwiches And briskets and stuff like that I get my steaks and stuff over there So I'm going to tell you right now That stuff is way on the bomb So I just wanted to make sure I read those off Before I give you my closing statement About what we can expect from this week's game against the Washington Redskins or I'm sorry the Washington football team you know it just gets hard to get used to saying that after a while and um, I like our chances we get Randy Gregory back we have uh, Demarcus Lawrence back uh, this allows Michael Parsons to be able to play wherever he needs to our defense is really starting to come together and that's good because it's coming at a time when we had some offensive setbacks but I think Dak Prescott and him a We'll be able to get it back together, but what I'd like to see is us to establish running the ball, running the ball and setting everything off the run, then that way it opens up play action, it gets Dalton Schultz and all those guys much more room to operate. also, uh I'd like to see us get more consistent in the field goal game because we've lost two games, Tampa Bay and uh and 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 the Raiders. I mean, you can say what you want about the penalties against the Raiders, but if if we make our kicks, man, we win the game. It's just that simple. Same thing with the Tampa Bay game. We make the kicks. We win the game. I just don't understand this, man. It's one of the most important parts of the game. Yet people can't seem to get it right. So we need to make sure that our special teams is good because we're going to be on the road. And Washington is really good up front on their on the offensive and defensive lines. So this is going to be a, a, a mud fight. It's going to be like fighting your, your, your stepbrother or anybody out there like that. And as for the rest of the NFL and how I think it's going to shake out, uh, if Washington closes out this game, and let me get a real quick score update on you. If they close out this game, man, they pretty much hold all the cards on that last wild card spot. And that's, you know, if you're Philly, not that I like Philly, But if you're Philly, you definitely want to make sure that you're staying right there on pace with the Redskins. And right now the Redskins are trailing in that game with a a little bit over two minutes left. Uh, They have the ball. Raiders are 15-14. Seahawks just took the lead over the 49ers. And the Ravens and the Steelers are 13-9. So we got some good late night games taking place. Once again, we'll have the uh, Raiders Not not the Raiders. We'll have the uh, Chiefs facing off against the Broncos in tonight's game. And then tomorrow night's game will be the Patriots and the Bills. And that one should be an excellent game. All right, everybody. So from all of us here, I am out of here and I will catch you next episode, which will probably be coming up um, hmm, later on tonight when I get off of work.
1: Thank you for listening to the Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Tune in next time for more great guests and awesome sports talk. Welcome to Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Number one. Your number one source for NFL, NBA, and college sports. Here's your host, Frank chalette
0: What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody out there in NFL land on this God-given Sunday that we're given to watch this incredible game that we call the National Football League as we are winding down to uh, playoff time and we're starting to find out who the pretenders are and who the real contenders are. And, you know, some of these games today, some shocking games. I'm going to give you a quick rundown before we jump into Cowboys talk and and, and, and what teams, I believe, have the greatest chance to uh, make the uh the playoffs because i mean this thing's going week to week man we're getting upsets constantly so we're going to kick it off with the rams beating the jacksonville jaguars 30 to 7 washington now barely leads the las vegas raiders 14 12 and that game's going down to the wire much like last week's game uh with the raiders and the cowboys you have uh Seattle and San Francisco is now tied at twenty-three. That's also going down the wire. You have Baltimore up ten to three over Pittsburgh. You have the Chargers leading Cincinnati. Leading, they whipped them 41-22. That's a little bit surprising because the Bengals have been tough this year. Um the biggest surprise of the day, man, and I'm looking at I'm looking at footage of it, man. And you could have sworn they won the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions getting a big win on the last second play uh 29-27 and you know what it's 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 kind of really pleasing to me because the the guy they burned xavier woods was a horrible safety force man real inconsistent and i'm just not surprised that happened so uh the only thing i'm mad about is that uh you know that's my that's my son elijah's team so hey Elijah, I'm i'm sorry about that i don't ever wish y'all to lose but uh if there's anybody, I, I I didn't even know y'all had Xavier Woods. I'd have told you to cut him a long time ago. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, 33 New York Jets 18, you had Arizona winning 33 to 22 over the Chicago Bears. You had Tampa Bay, uh, winning 30 to 17 over the Atlanta Falcons. and that's pretty big because Brady was missing two of his biggest targets, Adams and Brown. As the NFL suspended them three games, so to get that win, that's 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 clutch right there. You also have Miami winning twenty to nine, Indianapolis thirty-one to zero over Houston, and the only thing I could tell you, Texans fan, is man, keep your head keep your head up because y'all are going to get a whole lot of draft picks. Somebody wants to pay and overpay for Deshaun Watson, and you could potentially get two first round picks, maybe a high second round pick. Not not to mention the pick you're going to get because you're going to be picking from the top three or four. Maybe you can get another J.J. Watt or Michael Micah Parsons. You never know. You're definitely going to be in line for a quarterback. Um, and in tonight's game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes facing off against the Denver Broncos, and that one should be a really, really good game. And, you know, firsthand – this is getting really interesting in the NFC East because if the Redskins can hold on and win, they stay ahead for that last wild card spot, walking into a big game next week versus my Dallas Cowboys who, for the first time, we would be completely healthy. We should be getting Randy Gregory back. We should be getting Neville Gallimore back. That's about as healthy as we can be. Um, if I was in, I'd be looking to try to give Zeke some rest time. I would not be looking to get him out there you know uh you can surely get by with Pollard and just spreading everything out and you know running you know picking your spots when you're gonna run and when you're gonna, and when you're not gonna run but I, I don't know about getting Pollard out there like that folks I'm gonna go ahead and take a real quick break run a couple uh promotional commercials for my sponsors and then I'll be right back with you and when I jump back in we're gonna dive into the Cowboys Saints what did you think about the game? And more importantly, what's the bigger outlook for this team? Hey, what's up sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blaz is the absolute best and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432 432- 312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, Well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there. Miss Daria, the best bar staff, folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area.
1: It's the sport Names to rule, I'm a real bad dude making sounds and noises that are certainly
0: rude but when we're on the righty it's, and a, and a, a it's the sporter Kings better than diamond rings all right as we get ready to jump back in and we're gonna be talking NFL action as I give you a quick update on what's going on with the late late games uh we still look like we have the Washington Redskins leading. I'm just trying to get a quick score update. Yeah, they're still up 14-12 over the Las Vegas Raiders. We still have Seattle and San Francisco in a dead heat at 23. And Baltimore is leading 10-3 with 52 seconds left in the fourth quarter in their matchup. I want to talk Cowboy football. And more importantly, I want to know what y'all thought about how they were playing. Now, you know, look, I love my fellow Cowboy fans, but I heard a whole lot of –
1: hey. Want to hear the most
0: annoying sound in the world? Guys, guys, guys. I mean, come on, people, man. Come on. A win's a win, man. In this this day and age, man, I mean, we're seeing, I mean, we just seen the Texans not too long ago beat the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you should just be glad that your team is doing well and that we have an opportunity to get healthy and make a playoff run. Now, did they look sharp? No, they didn't look sharp. In particular, I thought they were trying to run the ball inside too much. Um, I'd like to see them get out on the edge more, get out and run wide more. Um, I'd like to to see them use more play action on first down because it just seems to me like teams just run up and they load the box. They come up and they're going to let you know that you are not going to run the ball against them. And I feel at times that we get a little bit stubborn and you know we, we we try to force feed things instead of just going by the flow of the game the game will dictate to you the flow the the flow of the game will dictate to you what you should and what you should not be doing you know and i think sometimes man we just get a little too ahead of ourselves and we're not aware of what's going on you know and if you're not aware of what's going on man you're going to be inclined to Yeah, I thought I'd use that button on that because, you know, sometimes, you know, I get frustrated, but I'm not crying. I'm not going to cry about it. It's football, you know, it's football. And it was kind of strange to see the NFL come out and kind of admit that that Raider game was a little bit uh, messed up to say it nice. I mean, neither team could really get in any type of a rhythm. And how could you? How could you when every other play was a? penalty. And then the ones against the Cowboys was just horrible. I mean, it was just something was, I mean, that, that rough on the passer, man. I mean, when a quarterback, according to the NFL rules, once a quarterback begins to scramble, he becomes like a running back. Now, how in the heck are you going to call? <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. I don't know some of the things that happens. It just, uh, but you know what, man, I'm still, I'm still. it was a big win was it pretty no but I'll take it because it puts us at eight and four it has us within striking range of uh, of the number one seed the Rams aren't looking dominant uh Tampa Bay's gonna have uh, adams and and Brown out another couple of games um hey this thing is still wide open you I mean there's still a lot of good football that need to be played there's five games left folks five games left I mean just Look at how the landscape of the NFL Just changed in the last four weeks So with five games left I'm just saying It's it's just way too early to be Sounding off about you know This team ain't gonna do this And this team ain't gonna do that About a month from now Definitely almost two months from now We'll find out who's left standing And and, and, you know Who's gonna be uh, Representing the NFC and the AFC In the Super Bowl you know But one thing I'm happy about is the Cowboys up front on the offense and defensive lines are getting their – they're getting those big boys healthy and they're getting them back. And I'm going to tell you, man, that's very important because them big boys will let you know how it's going. You know what I mean? But if you would ask me who's my hierarchy right now in the NFC, I would, of course, I'd say the Packers. And then after that, I would have to go with the Cardinals because they still managed to win some games, even though they didn't have Kyler Murray there. And then I think it's a cluster after that. It's a cluster, Tampa Bay, Dallas. I think they're all right in that cluster. uh, The Rams, any one of those teams could get hot and easily, easily pull this thing out. On the AFC side, it looks like the Chiefs are getting their act together. You know, and then we we don't know what the what the Raiders are. We'll find out as soon as this game is up. Uh, uh, the Washington Redskins. You, I mean, the Redskins are looking good. If they if they manage to pull this game out, that's four in a row. That's why, you know, the Cowboys better come in there ready to play because the Redskins they still have a lot of good football players over there. But more importantly, they have a good football coach over there. That 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 guy they got over there, man. He's uh. He's won some games. He's been to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it, but he's been to a Super Bowl. So I'm not going to underestimate anybody. You know what I mean? Not when it comes to this. College football. The great big news is Lincoln Riley taking off to Oklahoma. I'm taking off from Oklahoma going to USC. I'm not surprised about that. Uh, I don't blame him. That's one heck of a move. I would have done it. Uh UFC USC is on the up and the up. And then, hey, let's be honest. Oklahoma going over there to the SEC, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's a heck of a lot easier to get to the playoff round if you're in the Pac-12 than it is if you're in the SEC. And that, I don't blame them. I can't say I blame them. I'm going to take a real quick break, two more commercial spots, and then we're going to come right back in. And I'll tell you why why i think we are jumping the gun too fast on starting pollard over zeke and where i think zeke will definitely earn his money you're listening to across the middle gridiron sports report hey what's up sports fans especially in the middle and odessa area if you're having electrical problems call up the professionals at delgado electronics Blaze is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you wanna hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. As I'm looking at these college scores, man, there are some big, big scores, man. You had Alabama winning 41-24 to over Georgia, Georgia's first loss of the year, but I'm pretty sure they'll be right back into that playoff system because they've been so dominant all year long. little surprising at that score being since Georgia has not really allowed anybody to uh, kind of go off like that, so that's just a little bit surprising. And then we we, we see Michigan winning 42-3, to man. If I'm not mistaken, about three or four years ago, Michigan had one of the top recruiting classes. So these kind of things always tend to play themselves out. So uh, it's going to be real interesting. You know, you're going to have Michigan in there. Georgia and Alabama is going to be there. Who is going to be that fourth team? That's what's interesting. I mean, Cincinnati's sitting there, but I mean, that's interesting. That is real interesting. Baylor can make a, a, a case for that. There's a lot of schools that can make a case for that. So it's going to be interesting to see who that fourth team is. Because uh, I'm really – Michigan and Alabama looks like they are the the class, man. And Michigan just looks like they're on another level, you know what I mean? So that is really, really big for the Wolverines. And it's good to see John Harbaugh have this program headed to where he originally wanted to. So John Harbaugh, man, you get a – Most definitely, you get an outstanding, man. Uh, Great year for the Michigan Wolverines. It's good to see them. You know, college football benefits when Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Miami, you know, uh, Notre Dame, USC. There's schools out there, man, that are just traditional powerhouses, Georgia. Um, And Tennessee, I'd like to see the Tennessee Vols be back up in there. But it's just so much of a better, better product when you got them out there. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into what I call my rant. And my rant is what's going on at the University of Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, these are two schools that in about a year or two are going to be jumping into the SEC and Oklahoma just loses their coach. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to hire somebody else. But it just lets you know that these two teams could be walking into a buzzsaw. And you have Steve Steve Sarkeesian over here in Texas, you know, initially starting off, but not able to hold big leads. And you end on, what, a four or five game losing streak before you win your last game. I tell you, man, this is concerning if you're Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma's been recruiting well, but I've looked at that transfer portal since uh, Lincoln Riley's left. And I'm telling you, it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all in Texas. You need a major big time quarterback. The two guys you have there are OK, but they're not good enough. If we can get B. John Robinson to talk to some of these kids in that transfer por- uh, portal, you know, like a Quinn Ewers. Or maybe, I know we got Malik Murphy coming, but I'm talking about we can use a Quinn Ewers or we can possibly use, you know, there's some guys out there, man. Let's go get a quarterback, man. You got, got Spencer Ratliff. I think he could come and help us because I think we have a much stronger running game than he had at Oklahoma. So, I mean, to be honest with you, man, Oklahoma, Texas, got to get it together, man, because it ain't looking too good, man. It ain't looking too good at all. I'm telling you, man. And that's my final rant. That is my one and final rant. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area. If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blaz is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432 432- 432 312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, Well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. All righty, as we get ready to close this segment of Across the Middle with yours truly, Frank Chalette, off as we're about to shut this down. These this next segment is brought to you by. Sorry about that. This next segment is brought to you by Gino's Catering and Mobile Bites. You can check Gene out. He's usually at the Lone Star Bar Wednesday and Thursday night. Food is excellent. Tacos, burgers, uh, fajitas. Man, he's got you covered. Uh, If you need to get in touch with him, uh, Gino's number is 806-662-2545. That's his main number. Or you can reach him at his website at GinoBites at gmail.com. And this episode is also brought to you by hair. If you need your hair done or you need your your, your beard trimmed up, hit up Miss Luce Reyes at 432-209-0504. You can uh, set an appointment with her and she will take good care of you. I promise you. These people are well worth it. And I have to read off one more. I'm sorry about that. Tall City Meat Market Company. They now serve food there. They used to just be a meat um, uh, 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 where you go get your meats and stuff. But now they also have a grill. They cook there. They uh, they do all types of different sandwiches and briskets and stuff like that. I get my steaks and stuff over there. So I'm going to tell you right now, that stuff is way on the bomb so I just wanted to make sure I read those off before I give you my closing statement about what we can expect from this week's game against the Washington Redskins or I'm sorry the Washington football team you know it just gets hard to get used to saying that after a while and um I like our chances. We get Randy Gregory back. We have uh, Demarcus Lawrence back. Uh, This allows Michael Parsons to be able to play wherever he needs to. Our defense is really starting to come together. And that's good because it's coming at a time when we had some offensive setbacks. But I think Dak Prescott and them will will be able to get it back together. But what I'd like to see is us to establish running the ball running the ball and setting everything off the run, then that way it opens up play action against Dalton Schultz and all those guys, much more room to operate. Also, uh, I'd like to see us get more consistent in the field goal game because we've lost two games, Tampa Bay and and the Raiders. I mean, you can say what you want about the penalties against the Raiders, but if, if we make our kicks, man, we win the game. It's just that simple. Same thing with the Tampa Bay game. We make the kicks, we win the game. I just don't understand this, man. It's one of the most important parts of the game, yet people can't seem to get it right. So we need to make sure that our special teams is good because we're going to be on the road, and Washington is really good up front on, their, on the offensive and defensive lines. So this is going to be a, a, a mud fight. It's going to be like fighting your, your, your stepbrother or anybody out there like that. And... As for the rest of the NFL and how I think it's going to shake out, uh, if Washington closes out this game, and let me get a real quick score update on you. If they close out this game, man, they pretty much hold all the cards on that last wild card spot. And that's, you know, if you're Philly, not that I like Philly, but if you're Philly, you definitely want to make sure that you're staying right there on pace with the Redskins. And right now the Redskins are trailing in that game with a, a little bit over two minutes left. Uh, they have the ball. Raiders are 15-14. Seahawks just took the lead over the 49ers. And the Ravens and the Steelers are 13-9. So we got some good late-night games taking place. Once again, we'll have the uh, Raiders not, – not the Raiders. We'll have the uh, Chiefs facing off against – the Broncos in tonight's game. And then tomorrow night's game will be the Patriots and the Bills. And that one should be an excellent game. All right, everybody. So from all of us here, I am out of here. And I will catch you next episode, which will probably be coming up um, hmm, later on tonight when I get off of work.
1: Thank you for listening to the Across the Middle with Frank Chalette. Tune in next time for more great guests and awesome sports talk. (laughs)